expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 81 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,007 on turnover of 6 billion NT. The market tumbled more than 300 points on Tuesday following heavy losses on Wall Street overnight. Tech heavyweights saw the brunt of the downturn, while selling also spread to old economy stocks to push the market further into negative territory by the close of the trading day. President Tsai Ing-wen says the ongoing war in Ukraine has cast a shadow that is reminiscent of the Nazi aggression in Europe eight decades ago. Speaking at an event marking International Holocaust Remembrance Day, Tsai said while progress has been made globally in the fight against anti-Semitism and authoritarian aggression, the world is now witnessing the horrifying effects of such aggression in Ukraine. According to Tsai, while the world has been shocked and saddened by the recent events in Ukraine, it was heartening to see the support the war-torn country has received from the international community. She went on to say that by speaking out together against the invasion of Ukraine, we can stand behind the values that we share, such as democracy, freedom and transparency. Meanwhile, the Central Epidemic Command Center says the government's 1922 coronavirus vaccination booking website will begin accepting appointments this morning for booster shots. The latest round of booster shots will be administered from March 21st through 27th. The bookings are open to people aged 18 and above who received their second vaccine dose on or before January 2nd. Those aged 55 and over are now able to book their booster shots, while appointments will be available from noon for those aged 38 to 54 and at 2 p.m. for those aged 18 and over. The website will stop accepting appointments for this round of bookings at noon on Friday. In international news, South Korea says North Korea has fired an unidentified projectile, but the launch apparently ended in a failure. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff says the launch was made from the North's capital region at around 9.30 a.m. local time today. It says South Korean and U.S. intelligence authorities were analyzing details of what likely was a failure. The U.S. and South Korean militaries last week said that North Korea's two most recent launches were of an intercontinental ballistic missile system. Meanwhile, as the Russian siege of Ukraine continues, the White House has announced that U.S. President Joe Biden will travel to Europe for a NATO summit next week. Simon Marks has more from Washington. That meeting of NATO heads of state and government 
uh, is absolutely about solidifying the determination of NATO uh, and its European allies and partners to continue sending uh, a really tough message of their own in the direction of Moscow, uh, that the war to topple the government in Ukraine is wholly unacceptable and will continue to be resisted. And finally, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says her nation is ready to welcome the world back, with most tourists allowed to return by May, as the nation continues to ease its coronavirus restrictions. The announcement brought forward the date that tourists from countries including the U.S., Canada, Britain and much of Europe can visit from the previously announced date of October. Over the past couple of weeks, New Zealand has been reporting about 20,000 new virus cases each day, its biggest outbreak since the pandemic began. But experts expect the Omicron outbreak to fade quickly from its peak. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.